Hello, folks. Welcome in to another edition of From the Press Box with Wade Neely. I'm your host, Pulaski Citizen Sports Editor Wade Neely. So good to be with you guys. Thursday, November 2nd edition of the program. Holy cow, we're already into the month of November, and holy cow, we have a great show lined up for you today. Tremendous segment coming up in just a matter of moments. We will be condensed on the front and back end because we had a very expansive and very entertaining sit down with Bridgeforth basketball head coach Aaron Hickman, formerly Aaron Freeman. She dominated the courts at Giles County High School. She dominated the courts at Martin Methodist College slash UT Southern. And now Aaron Hickman is in her second season as boys basketball coach at BMS. She's in her first season as the ladies coach as well. Tremendous show uh, and tremendous segment with Aaron. Always a treat to catch up with her. With that being said, hoop season is upon us, but we still got a little football to get into. And let's dive right in, folks. The Richland Raiders, their season comes to a close last week. They fought valiantly, but could not come up with the win that they needed at undefeated Moore County. So Richland falls to three and seven. Disappointing season, uh, disappointing end to the season in particular. They lost a lot of close games early and then kind of faded toward the stretch. Uh, but they still have a decent little core and uh, some promising players uh, on the way uh, in terms of middle school talent. So, uh, uh, excuse me, Richland should be on the up and up. Uh, but again, they close out their season with a tough loss last Thursday to Moore County. Giles County, meanwhile, Bobcats are rolling, folks. They rack up uh, 41 to 7, the win versus Sequatchie County in the region championship. GCHS wins the region for a third straight year. What that means is they are the number one seed. What that means is they will take on Chattanooga Brainerd this Friday night on uh, Pulaski Citizen Live. You can catch our broadcast. Yours truly, Chris Bledsoe, will have the call as uh, Brainerd comes to town. Played them last year. Brainerd had uh, some really key and significant departures. Most notably, their head coach departed, and most notably, one of their elite playmakers departed in the offseason. So Brainerd kind of wobbling coming into the playoffs. But it is playoff time here in Giles County. And if you don't win, you're eliminated. And so GCHS will have a tough task on Friday night versus Chattanooga Brainerd. Quick shout-outs in the Pulaski Citizen this week. Had an awesome time catching up with UT Southern women's soccer coach Will Austin as the Firehawks head coach is now standing alone atop the program's all-time wins record leader uh, board. 137 career victories notched earlier this year puts him uh, above Jerry Cleary as the uh, program's all-time uh, wins record holder. So shout out to Coach Will. If you've not picked up a Pulaski Citizen uh, print copy this week, you can do so. The story is also on PulaskiCitizen.com. Uh, tremendous segment uh, and an interview with Coach Austin featured in that uh, article. Also, we had a, a blast from the past, as it were, as Mark Mize was out at Richland last Friday night as the Raiders turned back the clock for their annual baseball alumni game. Had 20 plus, 25 plus players out there. Uh, some more recent alum, but some really turned back the clock. So make sure you read about that. That's all featured in print. And again, online at PulaskiCitizen.com. Without further ado, folks, we are going to jump right into a great segment. On the other side of this timeout, we sat down with Bridgeport basketball coach, Aaron Hickman. We talk a little bit of everything. We talk about the Bobcats. We talk about the Lady Bobcats. We talk about molding and growing 
young men and young women uh, through the game of basketball. And of course, we sprinkle in a little football. She's a huge sports fan, so we talk a little football as well. It's all part of a great sit-down, and it comes your way right after this. Sit tight, folks. You're watching From the Press Box with Wade Neely, and we are back right after this. He shoots, and he scores! guys, welcome back in. We're coming to you live here on From the Press Box with another segment. We're on the campus of Pulaski Elementary School. I cannot tell you the last time that I've been on campus of PES, but it's good to be here. We're with Erin Freeman. She is the first year boys, first year girls, second year boys Bridgeport basketball coach. I had to make sure I got that right, but thank you Erin so much for joining us. It's good to be with you here this morning. How you doing, Wade? I am great, and I am excited to be here, number one. Like I said, I haven't been on uh, PES campus in a while, so it's good to be back with uh, the smaller uh, student-athletes of the world. But you're kind of in uh, that middle school realm, and we wanted to catch up with you. Obviously, great career at Giles County, great career at Martin Methodist slash UT Southern, and now you're at Bridgeforth, and holy smokes, basketball season's already here, right? Yes, it's up and rolling. Uh, the girls have started 4-0, and the, the boys, we're, we're getting rolling with 2-2 two and two right now. Um, really starting to find ourselves now that we're, we're getting some games under our belts. Uh, the guys had no scrimmages. The girls got to scrimmage Richland and uh, another middle school before the season started. So they kind of got their footing early on, but now the guys are starting to kind of get a feel for the for the game and game speed right now. Absolutely, and uh, we'll touch on Richland a little bit later uh, in this segment because uh, – one of the reasons we wanted to sit down with you is uh, we got a big rivalry game coming up next week, but more on that later. Um, but let's just talk about kind of your coaching journey. Uh, uh, how was it when you had to finally make that decision, hey, I'm hanging up the, the sneakers, I'm, my playing career is done, and how easy was it for you to kind of transition into coaching? Um, it was. It's always hard to kind of give up playing, you know, when you love the sport so much and, and leaving two years of eligibility um, at UT Southern, it was very difficult, but uh, – Knowing that it was time, uh, being a being a young mother, being a student uh, athlete and a mother, I knew it was time to kind of step off and be a better, better at home person with my family. Um, so I, I let it go. But uh, being away for a couple months, it, it shows you how much you miss it. Yeah. So uh, it was very important to me to get back into coaching. So um, a couple years ago, I got to coach with Missy alongside her at mm -hmm. the high school with the girls. Um, after a season of that, I felt pretty good about uh, the knowledge I'd learned. Um, the, just the ability to lead, I felt uh, a lot more confident. So um, when the Bridgeforth boys uh, opportunity came open, it, it came open right at the beginning of last year. Um, I mean, we it was school had already started. They didn't have anyone to fill that position. So uh, as soon as Coach Bailey asked, was I interested? I was on board. I, I was excited to coach guys. Their, um, their athletic ability at that age and their speed is just very exciting. Uh, so I was excited to have that opportunity and, and just get to start rolling at, at a young age. Yeah, uh, and I don't think anybody's surprised to hear that uh, you would pivot right into coaching. Uh, it seems like a perfect fit, um, and, and we have certainly enjoyed watching your kind of young career take off. And then, just because that's not enough, you decided to add a little more to your plate. Uh, how did the process come about about now you also being 
the head coach of our, our girls program. Um, so last year I, I assisted the girls alongside Coach Rose, and uh, we had an awesome year. Um, had Ashton Coleman and a lot of returning seventh grade or eighth graders now, but seventh graders from last year. So um, assisting them, I had already gotten a relationship with them. Um, and when Coach Rose had kind of made her decision to hang it up, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to step right in, knowing that I had already built some relationship with the girls and, and knowing that their talent, um, knowing the things that they had learned last year and just being able to build on that, I thought it was important um, to have someone that they had already known to come in. Yeah, that's, that's a big, uh, we talk a lot about that continuity process, yeah. uh, and that seems like that's huge. Um, let's dive into, I guess, both teams. Who are... Um, it's, it's middle school, so kids come, kids go, kind of like at, at the high school and even the collegiate level. But uh, who are some youngsters that, that you're excited on both squads uh, to be able to coach, uh, whether they're getting a lot of minutes or getting the score sheet a lot? Who are just some of those kids you're very excited about? Um, well, for the girls, uh, we've got Maria Holt. She's our point guard. She is outstanding uh, ball handler. She's just a very exciting player to watch. Um, she knows how to get the entire team involved, and she makes everyone on the court look very good. Um, so just just having her as our point guard and our leader is awesome. Uh, we've got six foot two Akaria Reese. Yeah, she is. She's a wow. powerhouse. She's she's learning to be confident with her uh -huh. size now. Uh, anytime that you're a young girl and you're six foot two, it's difficult to to be that big, but also yeah. to step into your role and know like, hey, um, I'm stronger than everybody else, but but actually using it. So um, it's been very important having Missy alongside us. You know, Missy being a, a post in her days. So. Um, she's been a big, big time help for Akaria Reese, and then honestly, all of my girls. Those yeah. two, they're, they're a big eye catcher just because size and then uh -huh. flashiness. But um, those girls, they work so hard. They are a pressing fast team. They love to dive on the floor. They are just nitty gritty. Um, so exciting team all the way around to watch. And for our guys team, uh, I'm sure everybody's heard of Todd Gardner. <laughs> he is just an athlete. Can't say I'm familiar with the guy. Yeah. <laughs> a man amongst boys, he is. Uh, he, he's not even a basketball player, you think, but he can just get out there and dominate with speed, force, and, and he has such a knowledge about the game, about all sports. He's, he's almost another coach on the floor. It's amazing having him um, alongside. He's a great kid, keeps everybody invested. Even in our hard losses, you got to pick me up guy uh -huh. and him, um, even when things aren't going his way. Like I said, he's just a great uh, exemplary guy to, to have on your team and follow. And uh, kind of in that same vein, uh, we see a little bit at the, at the high school level, um, kids that have success on the football field go deep in the playoffs, kind of like a Kamari Turner, exactly. come in and maybe not the best pure out-and-out -out basketball player, but that winning mentality seems like it bleeds over. And we saw that with the guys last year as they made a run all the way to the Final Four. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, that toughness that O'Connor has instilled in those guys, and they can just step right over and without even practicing, they, they can get over and, and play. Um, and it's because of their knowledge and that um, that will to stay disciplined, I think, that they have. They, they transfer from football over into basketball. Campbell has that same standard. So I truly do believe that uh, that winning standard and that toughness is very important at the high school level. You said something about your ladies' team uh, that I don't think anybody would be surprised about. You said they like to press, and you said they like to run fast. Uh, sounds a lot like you back in your playing days. Was that something that you kind of personally installed, or is that just kind of the makeup of this team this year? Um, it, it definitely helps the makeup of the team. We've got um, – Sixth graders who come in that are very, um, very talented. They've been able to step in and play. We've got Collins Gentry and Piper Morris. They're sixth graders, um, and they're very fast players. Mm -hmm. So um, having 
10, 10 girls that are yeah. that can all from a suicide in the in the time that you wanted. I mean, you you've got to put in a press. And uh, like I said, having Missy alongside, she was my coach in high school. Um, we always had success on the press, playing hard defense. So um, having her alongside me and us instilling that press in this team, it's definitely an identity of who we're going to be. Um, and having a six foot two girl guard the ball yeah. helps too. Gives you some matchup uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, options does. for sure. Yes, you mentioned Missy Harper, obviously great career as a player uh, and as a coach at Giles County. Uh, how did that process come about getting her on staff and how valuable has she been? Uh, she has been tremendous. Um, us having the exact same IQ, or not necessarily IQ, but um, same playbook. Uh, yeah. Everything that I learned was from her in high school, and uh, I've just built on that over time. So us being able to connect and still remember all those plays uh, while also building on them and um, perfecting them to our team, it's been it's been very tremendous. But uh, giving her alongside, it was not easy. I didn't think that uh, yeah. giving it up, after she's given up a 15-year coaching career at the high school, um, I thought that she would might want to enjoy a break. But um, after hounding her all summer, <laughs> yeah. after hounding her all summer, and and her honestly having a summer off, her first summer off in 15 years with no basketball camp, I think she realized how much she meant, missed it. Um, while also having that opportunity to not be as committed as she once was with middle school being less games and um, just not that pressure at the high, the same as high school level. Uh, and she also, she has a son playing UT Southern yeah, this year, yeah. Jack Harper. So um, our schedule worked very well. No inter, intertwining games. So she gets to still be my sideline and his sideline too. That's what I was going to ask. Is there a contract uh, built in? Hey, if Jack is playing, I'm going to be out. But the schedule sounds like works out perfectly. Yes, sir. It works out perfectly. She only missed one game. She missed with Thorne uh, because Jack's opened up at, at uh, Cookville in, against Tennessee yeah, Tech. Shout out to UT too. Southern for uh, yeah. two years in a row on a, with a win against a D1. So, uh Hard to miss that game. I couldn't be mad at her. Uh, Jack's like a little brother to me. I've been watching him since he was five years old. Yeah. So it, uh, it's awesome. I can't wait to go catch one myself. It's, uh, it's like I tell folks, I don't necessarily feel old. i got a birthday coming up. I don't feel old on my birthday, but I feel old when kids like you or yourself or Jack yeah. Harper that are used to being so small now, they're doing great things in our community. Yeah. So that that's kind of when I start feeling a little long in the tooth. <laughs> yes, um, I want to ask you, speaking of, it's not the only part of your career. Coaching is obviously a key piece, but you're also very involved here at PES uh, with their PE department. And I guess um, how has that process been uh, learning as a young educator, and, and where do you see yourself going with that? Um, teaching pre-K through second grade um, element, or physical education, it's probably the easiest way to learn patience. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have learned so much just from these little kids. Uh, but it's probably the love and the, um, like I said, just the patience that you learn and, and learn how to nurture and care for each child and their different needs. Uh, you can't beat you can't beat the feeling that you get from this age. It's pure. Children are pure. And uh, like I said, I can't say I can't say enough about how much I love my job here. Uh, definitely see myself staying here for years. I can't can't see myself leaving. Uh, I love the cub run. We'll have to get you. I was out gonna say many cub runs in yeah, your Yeah, many cub runs. Yes, we'll have to get you over here and do some announcing for us. Uh, Get them, get them hyped up before. You haven't been over here enough. We'll have to get you over. I, and now I can actually run a little bit, too. Yeah, uh, so maybe we can yeah. do a little crossover there. I look forward to that. Um, are, I assume you're going to still keep tabs on both the high school and with UT Southern. It seems like you're one of those uh, coaches that just coaching the team is not enough. No, yeah. I, I enjoy watching basketball, football, every, every sport at all levels. Uh, stayed up late watching the, the Rangers last night. Put a... Put a beat down. Yeah, but, uh, big world series. Yeah, man. but um, like I said, I just I just love sports. Um, I was watching UT Southern last night on, mm -hmm. online as well. They uh, had tough loss against Freed Harmon, but um, 
I'm going to support as much as I can. Being an alumni at every school in this county, I mean, it's hard not to be. Uh, you want to see you want to see your former schools win and have success at all times, uh, which is another reason why I was excited to give back to Bridgeport and be a part of their team again. And I know it's uh, early in your coaching career, but how rewarding is that process? Uh, we talk to the high school coaches, and you see when, when that kid leaves and goes on to the next level and plays. But it's kind of true with you guys as well. How rewarding has it been, even though it's in your first couple of seasons, when you see a kid take off from Bridgeforth and end up at the high school level and go on to do great things? Uh, for example, uh, Ashlyn Coleman and Casey Howard, they're, they're two people that, are, that moved up last year from eighth grade on to ninth. And uh, just hearing their excitement about moving on to a new program, uh, how involved they are, it, it's awesome knowing that you that there's that you're still important enough yeah. for them to share those experiences with you. Um, I mean, Case and Howard and Ashley have been at every home game and both away games as well. Um, so it just shows that that you still had an impact on them, and they will never understand the impact they had on me uh, and my continuity continuity to continue coaching. Uh, like I said, they they definitely they made it easier for me last year uh, when times were hard, the losses. Just knowing that they were going to come in and give 100% and also be very coachable, it makes it easier to come do your job every day. And sometimes at the middle school level, the effort is really all that sometimes you want or you yeah. even need, yeah. potentially, um, it seems like. Oh, most definitely. You don't want to teach them too much at that age, um, overflow their brains. Uh -huh. You just want them to know that uh, if they come in, give the attitude, the effort, uh, and just be coachable and uh, patient. Patience is the most important thing I'm teaching right now. But like I said, doing those things. Um, success will come, and even if it's not in wins, you will learn so much about the game and yourself doing those things. Then, I mean, you're going to grow regardless. That's huge. Uh, you mentioned coaching, and we're talking Bridgeforth. I got to sneak in one question. Uh, what's it be, uh, been like being around uh, a coach like Coach Scott Bailey, who's been there, um, let's just say for a while? And it uh, <laughs> seems like he just still is so involved with the programs, whether he's an official coach or not. seems like he's really a part of everything. Oh, he is. He's one call away anytime I've got questions about rules. Uh, as far as he, he gets a lot of things ready for me, uh, since I am here at Pulaski Elementary mm -hmm. during the day, uh, he'll, he'll get the jerseys ready. Anything that I need him and uh, Crystal Rose, the coach from yep. last year for the girls, they both, they're, they're right beside me. And like I said, it's always important to have a good, I mean, a good guy who's knowledgeable. Coach Bailey, I don't think anybody knows TSSOA rules book in Pulaski probably as good as he does, and that's for every sport. Uh, yep. So, like I said, it is very important to have a have a guy with that knowledge behind you at all times. I know he's been a valuable resource for us as Pulaski citizen, whether it's information or yeah. things like that, so I can only imagine uh, at the level that you guys are at. Uh, a couple quick uh, fun questions, then we'll go back to the uh, basketball. i got to ask you, uh, first of all, we got a huge matchup at the Brickyard on Friday night. Playoff football, um, does it get any better than a Friday night at, at Sam Davis with, does, with playoff implications? It does not. Weather's getting cold. You're going to see everybody bundled up. It's going to look more packed than normal. Um, you know that OC's got a game plan, and those guys are going to come ready and fueled. Uh, we just got to do our part, being loud and proud and have stands and, and root those guys on. Uh, I, I'm definitely confident in those guys. I know that um, – that all week they're preparing and, and doing everything it takes for a win. So, uh, is it Brainerd? Is that Got Chattanooga Brainerd coming Brainerd, in yeah. Friday. Uh, I know we've faced them in the last couple yep. of years, so um, it's very important. We were trying to get all the way back up to Alcoa again. So, um, like I said, this is just step step one. we gotta we got to do what it takes to win. Absolutely. And speaking of uh, building a program, uh, we know you keep tabs on your fantasy football. I had to sneak in a question. 
He said he got off to a little bit of a hot start, but it hadn't been so great. Uh, who are you having to coach up on your team this year that's kind of letting you down a little bit? I'll tell you what, losing uh, Eckler uh, for a little bit, that hurt me. But uh, him coming back in, it's going to help. But um, I've lost a lot of running backs. I'm, I'm, okay. I've got Tajay Spears. I'm hoping he's going to punch some in for me. A big Titans fan here. Yep. So uh, hoping that uh, that I can get him to punch one in. Will Levis was looking pretty good. Yeah, so maybe we yeah. can get some get some short passes to the side, get them, get them to punch one in there for me. But if he if he doesn't show up, I'm not looking too good this weekend. Uh, okay. <laughs> Levis to Spears, we'll hope that uh, yeah. they, as they get ready to play Thursday night. This show will air on Thursday, by the way, Coach Friedman and uh, or Coach Hickman, uh, as it were. I'm a Freudian slip there from back in the day. Um, and so as we dive in, we've got a big broadcast. You guys have big games. We have a big broadcast coming up Monday night. What can you tell us about a huge showdown? It's a county rivalry. We have Richland and Bridgeforth, a classic battle between two quality teams. Um, well, you know Richland's always going to be well-coached. They've got Hall and uh, Loveless, and, and like I said, you just know they're going to be well-coached, um, ready to play hard. We The girls got to scrimmage against Richland this summer, uh, or not this summer, uh, right before the season. So mm-hmm. that was a very good look at them. Um, they played some tough man defense, and, and we, we – didn't, didn't come out with the win, but um, we showed a lot of promise. So I'm excited to now having a good look at what they do. I'm excited to try to plan for them and see what we can what we can do to improve from that scrimmage on. And then on the guy side, like I said, Loveless, you know that he's going to come in. His guys are going to be fast, prepared. Uh, they got very strong guys in the paint. So just uh, coaching my guys up for physicality within the next week. Um, Richland, they got some strong guys. I know last year. Uh, I don't know if he's still playing with Schrader. He was a sixth grader and yeah. he came in and dominated. So, uh, like I said, getting them ready for that physicality, all those guys remember. So, um, they're excited to, like I said, know, know that bodies are going to be flying in practice within the next uh, couple of practices. We're looking forward to that. I, I totally remembered. i got to get a bonus question in. Tracy Randolph, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, he helps you guys out on the sidelines as well. Yes, sir. He's on, he's on the guy's sideline with us. He also sits with the girls. Um, and he makes it to both practices as much as he can. He can, uh, but he's he's huge to us. Um, he teaches uh, the little things that I, I sometimes forget to notice, like um, just placement when you're setting screens, rolling the right way, mm-hmm. hands. Just he has such a, a knowledge about the little things that, like I said, I would overlook. Yeah. Um, especially not being a post, being a point guard. I, I kind of sometimes forget uh, down in the post just little things about blocking out when you see shots go up. But he is tremendous, uh, and and he is very um, calm. And where I'm going yeah, in and definitely. I'm going crazy screaming, he can always reel, reel back what I said and refine it and get it through so the guys and the girls both get it in their heads uh, in the way that they can filter it out so what they need instead of just – Oh, coaches! Coaches ran bunch. Just the passion is showing. Like I said, he can always calm it down. We we definitely complement each other very well. And he's been in every sport. Every yeah. I mean, he's football, baseball. Every sports team knows him. So um, just having that, just having him around and everybody respecting him is important too. Absolutely, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, give him a shout out because he does so much for uh, not just you guys, like you said, the community yes. at large. Um, anything we miss? This has been a fun sit down here today. Oh yeah, a big shout out to the franchise, Tracy Tracy Randolph's son. I did not mention him. He played for me last year. Uh, I have been noticing he is really. Uh, Stepping up on that JV field and, mm-hmm. and getting some some varsity reps as well. I had to shout him out. Oh. Great kid, great kid. You can't say enough about his behavior and and 
just his approach to school life, everything. He's an awesome kid. So we got some great student athletes yeah. here, um, and it's athletes was kind of the focus of this show, but really it's more about the students and being great and, kids. Yes, yeah, I mean, and, and that that's one thing I can say about both my girls and boys team. I've been fortunate. Uh, most of them are all AB honor roll students, um, and we push that. We push the yeah. education first. Um, and like I said, they're just great kids. You don't hear much chatter about their behavior in schools. They're there um, to learn, and then they come into practice and they work hard. And that's as a coach, that's what you pray for. That's that's all you could ask for, and then more. So whether we're at a Bridgeforth uh, soccer, baseball, softball, uh, football, basketball game, or all the above for Giles County, or even watching just uh, MLB or fantasy football, it seems like we know where to find you. Yes, sir. Coach Aaron Hickman, thank you so much yes, for sir. your time. You. Best of luck next week, and it's always good to catch up when we talk to you real soon. Yes, sir. All right, thank you very much. We're going to take a quick time out, folks, on the other side of this break. We will wrap it up with the big finish. You're watching From the Press Box with Wayne Neely, and we are back right after this. It's the biggest racing show of the year, Friday through Sunday, November 3rd through 5th at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Six fast-paced divisions of racing on the quarter mile Friday night. Pole qualifying in three big feature events Saturday night. And the Curb Records Big Machine Vodka Spike Coolers All-American 400 on Sunday afternoon. Racing starts at 6.30 Friday, 5 o'clock Saturday, and 1 o'clock Sunday. Tickets available at nationalfairgroundspeedway.racing or at the gate on race day. It's the 39th All-American 400 weekend, Friday through Sunday, November 3rd through 5th. Get your tickets now. We're back on the other side of this timeout. We just wrapped up a tremendous sit-down with our good friend and lady Bobcat and Bobcat basketball coach at Bridgeforth, Erin Hickman. Again, she terrorized courts as a member of the Giles County Lady Bobcat uh, basketball program for four electric years. Uh, one of the great four-year runs in all of GCHS Lady Bobcat history. And uh, then also went on to star as an all-conference performer at UT Southern. Let's dive right in to our final segment. We'll close with words on Giles County. But i got to kind of strut. i got to kind of peacock a little bit. But I can only do it so much. 16-0. I kid you not, folks. I just asked our editor and our publisher, Carrie Jane Malone and Scott Stewart, just a few weeks ago, I said, has anyone from the Fearless Forecaster panel actually gone 16-0? and 0? They couldn't remember one. So I was uh, strutting my stuff on Sunday as uh, I started getting a few texts from friends, and they said, holy cow, I think you went 16-0. and 0. Unfortunately, unfortunately, as I did go 16-0, and 0, number one, I did not, uh, I was not the only one to go undefeated. Mark Mize, uh, who's our current leader now with 100 wins, 44 losses, he goes undefeated, uh, but I couldn't make up much ground as a lot of the picks were very similar. But 16-0 is 16-0, baby. And uh, we had seven, yes, I said seven, players uh, in this week's panel uh, that finished undefeated. But Janita Kurt wins on the tiebreaker. She wins our $900 jackpot. So now the pot goes back to $100. Uh, make sure you get your forecasters picks in by the end of business on Friday. With that being said, around and round we go. Uh, here are picks for this week. Give me Georgia over Missouri. Give me Washington at USC. I think that game will be close, but I think Washington wins. Everybody's picking Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I don't like the fact that Oklahoma and Oklahoma State are playing so early. There's a few rivalry games that have kind of gotten tossed in the schedule earlier this year, that being one. Give me the Bedlam game the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, or the weekend of Thanksgiving every year, if you can. Penn State bounces back after a weird game versus Indiana. I think they take care of the Terps uh, of Maryland. Give me Texas over Kansas State. 
Uh, a lot of these are unanimous picks in our uh, fearless forecaster pool, but uh, give me Texas over K-State. Give me Alabama over LSU. Would not be surprised if LSU comes out and plays well, maybe even gets a win, but I think Bama wins that one playing at home. Give me Ole Miss over Texas A&M. And, yes, folks, give me Clemson over Notre Dame. Dabo had the quote, what did he say? Uh, if we didn't lead the nation in fumbles, we'd be undefeated. Uh, I don't necessarily know that I agree with that. They are down in uh, Death Valley there, as it were. But uh, give me Clemson over Notre Dame this weekend uh, for reasons that I really don't necessarily uh, need to elaborate on, if you know about my uh, personal fandom. A lot of folks, I thought I'd be creative and maybe go Arizona over UCLA. Virtually everybody's picking Arizona in that contest. Give me Kentucky over Mississippi State. Certainly give me Auburn uh, over Vanderbilt. Shout out to good friends of the program, former UT Southern uh, men and women's golf coach Tim Kang. Spelled King, pronounced Kang. He's a good friend of ours. Uh, he will be, he's a huge Auburn fan. He's going to be up in Nashville watching the game. And shout out to former UT Southern golfer himself, Jackson Rose. Uh, not every day you hear or see about a college golfer getting a job at a SEC football staff. But our buddy Jackson Rose is on staff at Vanderbilt. Throw all that out the window. I still think Auburn takes care of business. Go ahead and give me West Virginia over BYU. Then when we get into professional ranks, give me the Texans over the Buccaneers. Give me the Eagles on uh, Sunday versus the Cowboys. Holy cow, everybody's picking the Eagles. Kind of wish maybe I had gone with the Cowboys now just to try and have a chance to make a game up there. But uh, also give me the Bills over the Bengals. And then give me... The Falcons bouncing back over the Vikings. The Vikings just uh, trading for Josh Dobbs, uh, but I think the Falcons bounce back after that one. Speaking of bouncing back, as we close out forecasters, how about the debut for Will Levis last week? Four touchdowns in his Titans debut. Tennessee has a Thursday night game at Pittsburgh. Always a tough place to play. I'm not sure which way that game is going to go. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be ugly. Uh, but we'll see how that one shapes up by the time you watch this show. That game could already be decided. That is about all the time we've got on our show today. Uh, but again, I want to thank Aaron Hickman for dropping by. And a reminder before we close things out, tomorrow night, Friday night, you can listen to Giles County versus Brainerd on Pulaski Citizen Live. You can tune in to your truly and Chris Bledsoe by downloading the Mixler app and searching PCLGCHS or visiting PulaskiCitizen.com and clicking Pulaski Citizen Live. So long from Pulaski Citizen Headquarters. We'll see you next time on From the Press Box with Wade Neely. Hope you guys had a safe Halloween, and into the month of November we go. We'll see you next time here from Citizen HQ. Wade Neely saying so long on From the Press Box. <laughs>